Hi, I'm Isuku Midoriya. Shut up, Deku. This is Bakugo here. You're listening to the Humble Creator Podcast. Aw, Kachan, that was my line. Humble Creator Podcast with your boy Mikhail Mouse, and today we have a special guest, the legend, White Manga. What's up, man? Uh, awesome. Uh, thanks for thanks for having me on. How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. You? I'm doing well. I'm just hard at work right now. So. <laughs> Sound you know same yeah. old same old. That's uh, that's what we're all doing. Yeah, exactly. So White Manga, tell us about yourself. Oh, so, uh, you know, White Manga is just the name that came manga, obviously, because we we're making comics, making manga, manhwa, man, all the same thing, uh, at least at the core. <clears throat> and then uh, the, the whites just kind of like a tease because um, I was called white boy because I liked Eminem and I was light skinned. Really? <laughs> so uh... so that, that just that just kind of stuck. But uh, I made comics, YouTube creator, uh, writer and illustrator of Apple Black and Bakasi, uh, published and serialized on Saturday AM and PM, respectively, mm-hmm. where I am co-founder as well. And, you know, totally. making content online, making comics, trying to that's that's very cool so I'm, I'm curious what's your favorite song from eminem just just and there's this, this too many i don't i don't know if uh i don't know i don't know if i have one there are always moments where there's one that you're constantly listening to or you're mm. left right. i think it's better to be like hey maybe the best album i'll, I'll and i think that'll be like uh Marshall Matters uh, LP, the first one, but there've been other good ones. Right, right, right. A great, a great song. So hard, but there, I'll say one of the most underrated that most people don't know about it. Know about is um, what's it called? Murder, 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 kill, kill, kill. Okay, okay. So you you like his uh, uh, his older stuff or his latest stuff? Um, I think I think the older stuff had. I think both versions have good songs, but I think the older stuff had more good songs, but the newer stuff is far more lyrical. Right. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Coming from Eminem fan, I'm also a 50 Cent fan, so. Ah, cool. See? Yeah. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, I'm from that I'm from the era of uh, the oh. G Unit D12. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's the same with me. I, I love that era. That was a, a phenomenal era. So, uh, going back, what was your first artwork as an artist? Like, what, like, what was like? Was it like uh, Stickman? Was it like, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it was? I can't truly completely remember it i just remember first drawing what i saw and i was drawing a lot of uh street fighter uh cartridges from this new super nintendo oh wow uh like on the covers of the video games and mm-hmm. uh i did that with a lot of a uh, couple playstation one games as well rival schools was another one a lot of capcom fighting games a lot of fighting games and um and i was just drawing that and then i was drawing off of comics but i remember vividly drawing or trying to draw <laughs> off of a Street Fighter, what Street Fighter Turbo uh, oh, wow. cartridge from uh, Super Nintendo years so, ago. So, were you like a big Street Fighter fan, like huge on yeah, Street I, Fighter? 
Um, I mean, I guess as a kid, as as much as a kid could be, not so much today. Mm-hmm. But uh, back when I was much younger, I was just a fan of anything that had cool art and that could be a form of a form of escapism, if you will. Because uh, this is all growing up in Nigeria, by the way. So sometimes the power outages would t- would happen, and mm-hmm. all you would have all you would have is the art on the on the covers and, and comics and, and things like that. So. Right. Doing that and drawing off of that was a great ways to um, one. It had taught me how to draw, but also entertain myself. And it was even one of the best ways to to get friends. I wasn't as uh, social, but mm-hmm. most, most people knew I could draw. It was easy from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what inspired you, and how did it get started in like you know manga art in general? You know, I was like I said, I was inspired by you know anything that moved that was fun, cool. You know, as a kid, flashy colors. It was easy to get bored, especially when the lights were went off. And I didn't live close to other kids as much, so uh, I got really influenced by that kind of content and uh, comics. Any comic, I, I you know anything. I think I had a Star Trek comic for like a second, uh, and I'm not even that big of a fan. So it was really <laughs> it was easy to just get my attention back then with that kind of right. stuff. And so uh, Western Comics got me into it. Eventually, I found Rurouni Kenshin and uh, mm-hmm. and Pokemon, Dragon Ball, Digimon, and oh, content wow. like that, Power Rangers. And, you know, maybe I'll make my own little full comics here and there, Spider-Man, Daredevil. And that's kind of how I started. But when, it, when the manga stuff came in, because those were just like watching the animated shows. But the right. manga stuff came in uh, during the big three era, One Piece, Bleach, Naruto. And then I was consuming a couple other ones here and there. I was still watching, but also reading where I could. Um, and then uh, you have other series like Gintama that I thought was mm-hmm. hilarious. And so those kind of pushed me to start, you know, explore making my own. Because the whole time, even when, when I was drawing fan art, I was trying to make my own, right. my own content and entertain, entertain myself. And, you know, friends won't wind you up thinking, you know, maybe you can make a, make a living out of it, which... <laughs> Well, I never 100% took too seriously because of how, especially in Nigeria, how rare that was. Right. Really, I went to school for computer science. But, oh, but, um, where did that go? Well, it, you, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, we're not computer science. Right. Uh, in fact, I was a computer science major and, and a fine art minor. And eventually I switched it and only switched and didn't completely leave computer science because I'd taken enough classes to turn it into a minor. So I know a couple things here and there, and if I want to, if I ever want to go back to it, I can. Mm-hmm. And it's always ever changing. You just need to kind of learn a couple, couple things here and there, and you can probably get a job almost anywhere. There, they'll be, I'm sure, to be hiring. Right. But um, series, those those series kind of push me into wanting to make the content, especially because uh, I always love telling stories. I even wrote fanfic, and you know, when you write the fanfic, get comments, and people are like, oh yeah, you know, this is cool. So you know, right. those things kind of uh, encourage me. And then finally, YouTube, seeing how people could build an audience, you know, uh, yep, using, exactly. using it sparked an idea. And then mm-hmm. that's how it began. And slowly but surely, as the years went by, I took it more and more seriously. And here we are. Right. So White Manga is the co-founder of SatAM and creator of his manga, Apple Black. So shout outs to Frederick Jones for discovering you and bringing you to Saturday AM. In your words, 
How did it all happen? Well, I was uh, I was making um, Apple Black and already posting it online. There was a site back in the day called Ink Blazers, and I was posting it there. I was posting a couple mm-hmm. of things here and there as well on DeviantArt and still building the audience through YouTube. But right. uh, uh, through Raymond Brown, who also the creator of Bully Eater, who was also posting stuff on Ink Blazers, we all got connected. He connected me with Frederick and the idea to do something like Saturday AM. So I could be part of, you know, the founding of it to, to help uh, build it from the scratch. The idea was already there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I was coming coming aboard right before launch or at least a couple months before with Apple Black uh, to build something fresh, new, uh, push the mission and help diversify right. in, many, in all kinds of ways, uh, anime and manga while telling interesting stories. And I think it was also a nice challenge for me to force myself to improve under the pressure and uh, even with quality and quantity and yeah. uh, just kind of build from there. So it was really through Raymond Brown. And then as months went by from there, we just kept adding to the family. And I'm um, pretty proud of what we've able, we've been able to accomplish from literally nothing. Yeah, you guys have a really dope library over at Saturday AM from Clock Striker to Apple Black to uh, a lot more. Like really appreciate dope library. It. I appreciate that. Ho ho hopefully we 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 get bigger and bigger and bigger and now the books mm-hmm. are books are worldwide. You can find them chapters, Walmart every almost everywhere and we'll yeah, yeah keep expanding I saw, I saw the i saw the pictures on the saturday am instagram i, I was really proud of you guys because you guys started like from really 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 small yeah no there's no no uh big funding money man at least not yet <laughs> <laughs> so you guys just like you know it was just like uh you guys didn't fund this on your own, or did, did Frederick? I mean, we 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 did it. We did it on our own, mm-hmm. but without without going into too much detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it on our own, but the the bottom line is there was never even on our own. There was never any major funding. That's never mm-hmm. been so. Everything mm-hmm. we've everything we've gotten, which is amazing to see, came from practically zero. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So do you feel that uh, Saturday AM has grown since then? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was unheard. What we do is almost unheard of, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Shoot. Uh, we, we have books worldwide from creators worldwide making mm-hmm. comics that are inspired by the Japanese approach to making content. Right. And is recognized by the Japanese and the rest of the world, really. Right. And wow. um, we, the magazines have surpassed 150 issues. We have Saturday PM, the more mature version of it, Saturday mm-hmm. brunch, the Jose version of it, and Saturday afternoon with Pilot Manga. And um, we have, we even had like the connections and the networks we've built over the years. And then the plans that I can't disclose just yet because it'll be too soon. But um, okay, definitely, definitely, you know the app, 
there, there's so many. We I think we've we've done a lot, and um, there's still way more to come. Like the next couple months are going to be. I don't know. It, it, it's it's hard to put into words, but the next couple months are going to be interesting to kind of see how things unfold. So yeah, we're growing. Yeah. Okay. I can put in words for you. It's been incredible. I would say. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. One. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Apple Black Volume is out right now, digitally and in stores. Is that right? Yes, Apple Black Volume One is available as well as a couple other. Volume ones in the Saturday and book line with our distributors, mm-hmm. Quarto, the Quarto group. Uh, volume two will be available on November 8th right. this year. And then volume three and four come out next year. And, right, you know, right, all right. the other volumes. Will, um, I think Clock Striker Volume one comes out Black History Month next year. Uh, there's still other series Oblivion Rouge, you, uh, Massively Multiplayer World of Ghosts, Igami, Hammer. Hammer Volume Three also will be coming out. Three and four will be coming out next year. So there's a lot of books. I think if you go to Saturday-AM.com/graphic uh, or just Saturday-AM.com, you pretty much find all you need to check out all the other books, see what they're about. Yellow Stringer, uh, more even like Underground, Gunhild, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of things uh, in in the pipeline. Yeah, I saw the MCU inspired timeline on Instagram, so. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, and you know the it, it, cool thing with the books as well is they all have like a post credit scene, and some of the post credit scene kind of tease a multiverse between the characters. So that 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 there are a lot of things that we're doing that it's not just oh influenced by what the Japanese do is also influenced by what the West what we do here in the West right. Marvel comics and things like that. Uh, and I think it's it's really cool, really really innovative. We hope people check it out, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to see how things unfold. Yeah, same as me, same as me. So what inspired you to create a manga like uh, Apple Black? Um, some of the big influences were some of the very visually evident with like uh, One Punch Man or Bleach or uh, like, again, back going, looking back to the, well, not necessarily One Punch Man, but looking back to the, the big three era, Naruto and One Piece and all that series like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way how dynamic and that story, that way approach to storytelling was versus what I was seeing in the West, the linear storytelling where it's not like a bajillion um, Wolverines being told and written and produced at the same time. Yeah. It's really just one story, <laughs> one creator, one mind, you know, with, with some help, but still driven right. by one, uh, one idea. I liked I, I liked that approach, mm. and uh, I just liked the action and how it was dynamic. You have Luffy and Mister Fantastic with similar abilities, but one is executed far differently than the other. And I wanted to make content like that. I was I always liked seeing uh, watching comics and uh, animation from Japan. There was just a flair to it that I really that I really really liked. Uh, also, a maturity to it that uh, mm. I, I appreciated. And so I wanted to make content in that in that vein. Now, obviously, their Western, their Western series and stories and books and graphic novels that do the same. Right. But uh, at the time, that that was what I was heavily into. That was what I was heavily exposed to. You know, I like I like I like the power systems and how that was explained. I like the battles and how mm-hmm. 
you know, the smarts and the plot twists that happened in between. Uh, again, I like a lot of Western content and I'm a big plot twist person. So there was right. a lot to enjoy, love and find within the battles, stories, the relationships between the characters. And uh, that pushed me to create something like an Apple Black that from inception has kind of just been I've just been developing it over the years to the point where I'm very happy with where I am now with the story, mm-hmm. uh, especially and especially as it gets even better with each installment. And I can't wait to share. I think the first four volumes are going to be like the first, the first arc in a way. Right. So uh, now I'm currently working on the fourth. And once the fourth, oh. fourth, fourth is out, uh, I'll be... It'll be interesting to just see everything that's been done up until this point and how uh, readers have reacted to everything. So, so far, so good. So the third volume is done. Like it's already done right now. Like you finished working on it. Yeah, the third. Yeah, the third volume is done. Working on the fourth. The third volume is also available for pre-order right now. So. Oh, okay. All right. So when's that? When's that releasing? Is that have a date or it doesn't? That. Oh, it has a day. It's more May second, March second. Give me a second. Uh, volume three, volume one is out. Two is out for pre-order. Three is out for pre-order. Okay. And then four will be out for pre-order early next year. Um, November eighth is for volume two, and then volume three is May second. Okay. Everybody, go get that. Go cop that. Uh, Apple Black Volume Three and Volume Four. And uh, enjoy it. Yeah, I hope you. That's the plan. That is the plan, folks. All right. All right. So how do you feel when you see young kids buying and reading Apple Black? Uh, it's a joy, uh, especially especially if, you know, obviously, especially if they enjoy it. Right. Well, luckily, yeah. for me, luckily for me, that's been uh, the case for the vast majority. And um and, uh, you know, for in, in other instances, uh, a lot of people are just inspired by the fact Japanese and them being able to, uh, we've been able to accomplish that. Mm. So they support me, they support Sad AM, they support the movement. Right. And um, so that that's that's definitely been a joy to watch. And I think it's it's always great to be able to inspire the youth uh, to do things that, you know, I wish I saw. You know, and because uh, I know at, at, at when I was starting out, if I saw something like this, it you know, it would have been really, really cool. Yeah. And it, it's great because it forms this little circle where, you know, I get a lot of notes where people are they, they, they love what we're doing. They like the story, they like the art, they like the fact that, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm representing, if you know what I mean. If, 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 if right. And uh, in many ways, that push and that support kind of drives me in return to kind of keep going. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this f- cycle of fuel that uh, I'm very happy to have. I saw a Twitter video. I think you know what it is. Yeah. About that uh, Nigerian kid reading your, um, yeah, yeah. So the you know the books are the books are like I said expanding. I think we're yeah. and we'll be in more and more countries, but it's Ireland, Israel, obviously the U.S., U.K., right. Canada, Australia, Germany, and uh, so some books are in Nigeria as well. So I, I think <laughs> I think his mind was blown. 
Yeah. That was that was that was cool to see. It was also yeah. cool to see other people, even other people, uh, warmed up by it. And so, just the mere fact that that kid was inspired was right. inspiring others. And so, it's, uh, I like the. Uh, this is this is the real kind of virus we need to spread. Mm-hmm. This is this is the, this is the virus we want. Exactly, exactly. You should send him a um, Apple Black toy. I know you guys got that in this Saturday AM store. Oh, ah, yeah. Then then think about that. Uh, then think about that. Uh, it's <laughs> not it's not necessarily it's uh, actually not in our store. It's in uh, oh I believe it's like you can find them GameStop, Hot Topic. Oh uh, wow. Unless, unless they they've been out, because those 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 are those been, those have been out for a while. Because we're sad damn again. We've done a lot of cool stuff. We've been in uh, solitaire. Game. We've featured like to as the skins for a couple of mobile games. Um, yeah, all, all all kinds of things. And so that was one of the deals we did for you know licensing to have a characters in that collectible format. They were with it was with uh, Jabba Walkie Toys, and the toys were called Blown Ups. Mm-hmm. They had like this unusual look, but very, very fun to play with. Where you kind of, you can push it, and it will kind of just uh, wiggle and bounce, like bounce around. Like it would never fall on his face or anything like that. It'll kind of just wiggle and kind of uh, stand back up straight. Just like but, a, just like a bowling pin. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much a bowling pin to a, to a degree, but small and very Funko Pop esque, you know. Okay. And so that uh, that was also another, you know, one of the cool things that we've done over the years. Okay. All right. Uh, did you guys not have a Saturday AM Wars magazine or? Yeah, so Saturday Wars, it, it was uh, pulled and kind of restructured for this, right? So we will have the Saturday Wars coming out. Okay. Uh, as. Um, but again, don't want to give too much details about that because we're right. teasing teasing it a little bit with the post credits, at least some of them, and some of the little key details we'll leave it online. But Saturday Wars is coming, but this time it'll come uh, the same way the graphic novels are coming. All right, okay. Would there ever be an Apple Black anime, and which studio would you want it to be animated by? Well. If a hundred thousand people buy it, hundred percent, there'll be a there'll, there'll be an anime tomorrow. Shoot, all right, <laughs> we'll get announced. You know what I mean? Um, my suspicion is, well, I, the, the honest answer is obviously I don't know, but yeah, I will I will say based off of the conversations that have been had, what I've seen, some conversations you would not believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very possible, especially if the books continue to do well. And um, so that's that. That's all I can say about that. But then, you know, what studio? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not picky. You know, beggars can be choosers. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Just as long as it looks cool in the end, I'm, I'm good. So Studio Traeger. Okay. And Madhouse, freaking Mappa, uh, Ufotable. Uh, those are the first four that that come to mind. Mm, okay. Shoot, I'll take Ghibli. I don't know why, but the sure. Oh I'll, wow, Ghibli. Ghibli? Why not? <laughs> okay. Um, so, by the way, congratulations on having five hundred k on YouTube. 
So yeah. what, what was it like touching the DreamCon stage? Um, well, that was that was fun. It was fun uh, also to share it with um, Arthur. Uh, he's the, I believe, the head of the um, anime studio in Japan. So it was just cool to cool to talk to him. Cool to talk to him with fans, answering questions. Uh, and uh, it was just a great way to network. Uh, the DreamCon guys are cool, and then you know, I've done, I've worked with them a little bit here and there. Um, but the whole experience at DreamCon is pretty cool, uh, and it's also. It's also easy because I'm, you know, it's it's not that far to for me at least to kind of show up, and uh, it was cool to meet other creators and just kind of continuing that whole network, meet mm-hmm. fans. It was actually, you know, it's one of the few. Obviously, is that because of the convention, you get to meet a couple people who kind of stop you, like, yo, what, why manga, and you know, that's kind of <laughs> kind of surreal a little bit. Um, so overall, DreamCon, DreamCon was cool. All the conventions we've been to have been cool. Anime, um, Anime NYC, uh, Crunchyroll Expo. What was the meeting fans? Uh, it's, it's been great. What was the best like uh, convention you did you ever had so far? Um, I think for me, obviously, like I said, they've, they've all been cool in many ways. But I think yeah. for me. At least for for Saturday AM for sure, it was uh, Anime NYC. I think Anime NYC was twenty seventeen. Uh, it was very receptive, and um, uh, to to the movement, the art. You know, I think we touched a lot of people that day. Right. And I think and I think we're we're far bigger than we were in twenty seventeen. So we'd be much bigger if we go to any con alike. So that, that that that's my pick. So here's here's another question, like out of the blue, you know, um, will Saturday AM ever host a, a convention in the future? Uh, we already I- hold a we host a virtual convention called Saturday Con, and we okay. held one. We held one. We held the second one, second Saturday Con, black well this year in January. So like every wow. start of the year so far, we hold a virtual convention. Uh, will we? Ever have Saturday Con be in person? One step at a time, folks. One step. At a time. <laughs> Probably, you know, after some major milestones have been hit, say an anime is announced, and you know, video game or something like that, then it's it's is definitely possible. The fact that we have the virtual convention already in the way, and we were able to get a lot of big name industry people at the show and do a lot of fun stuff at the show and keep it just virtual and affordable you can imagine that uh, uh an in-person one is in the works down the line mm-hmm. given how things play out have you guys ever thought about it definitely yeah that that we you know the bigger we get we're probably not gonna stay uh virtual forever okay i mean if we if, we, if all of a sudden now we're like millions of fans than you can imagine. Okay. All right. Do you feel diversity is promoted enough in anime and the manga industry? I think, you know, there are 
certain moves here and there where it's slowly heading in the right direction. But again, when I'm talking diversity, I'm not just talking ethnicity. I'm talking disability, sexual orientation, religion. Yeah. Like it's it, height, weights, everything. Right? Uh, the these are yeah. these are people that exist, and so it should be reflected in the content more and more. And it's not even a from a standpoint or blaming of blaming or demanding that uh, Japanese creators. <clears throat> or other creators do it is, you know, you, you write what you know, you create what you know, and we're obviously still big fans of all the big hits that have come out throughout the years. We're just more being the change we want to see or uh, adding that Western flair to it and right. being, re being reflective of the world around us. So in, in a couple ways, it is anime is diverse, but uh, from an ethnicity standpoint specifically, I don't think it, I don't think it is in any major way and some people will say oh, doesn't you know the japanese creators are japanese and that's what that's what they know and that's fair you know what i mean so this is this is not an attack it's just we're we're just creating uh mm -hmm. and taking advantage of that space and trying to push the movement in that direction and those who mess with it will mess with it you know and um that's 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 really it. And i think it's it's important for people to see themselves and their heroes exactly I mean, imagine, imagine you were a kid watching Naruto and let's say all the, all the Uchiha were black mm -hmm. early on, not like a bajillion chapters later where they give a, um, a black village. I'm talking right early on, all the Uchiha were black. And then right. you have that dynamic between the Uchiha and the rest of the village. I don't know. I think even story is obviously paramount that's more important but there are uh, there are opportunities where diversity can give birth to uh, a certain nuance and even stronger story making it even more relatable because i think right. if using that as an example again not necessarily a criticism just as an example if uh all the uchiha were black i think it would kind of mirror the real world to a degree mm -hmm. and would actually give the story a little even that much more punch if that makes sense right okay i agree 100 i i look at animes like cannon busters uh and then you got anime like uh i think i'm missing one hold on uh catch me on this one uh another anime uh can can boondocks the boondocks as well um there's yeah, another another you're, you're young Michiko. ice you're you're young ice is you're, another one yeah you're an ice um uh, carol carol was carol tuesday something like that oh yeah that's another one too yeah i think it's 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 growing and it's uh it's a lot better than it was like 10 years ago or yeah 15 years yeah. ago whatever so it's it's getting there but it needs to come a little faster <laughs> yeah so. and then and you know it's it's also not just that we're just also generally just more western in the way we do things so it's right. rare it's rare you would find a character in our stories that just randomly bleeds from their nose when they see a hot girl because it's like what does that mean what, mm -hmm. what, what is that you know what i mean and then that's yeah. just that's just a japanese thing the way i see it you know what i mean right. and then, and because we don't understand it if we were to tackle it right it, there would be a certain purpose to it right or mm -hmm. we won't or we won't do it at all you know, we, we try not to do anything 
we don't understand. And a lot of a lot of times, even new creators, and this happened to me, where when you're starting out, you want to make all the characters Japanese, you want to mimic the Japanese in that way, where you don't even fully understand it. You're not Japanese, you don't speak the language. And I yep. think that kind of shows some fanboyism in your in, in the content, and the professionals can spot that easily, you know. Right. And so you know, starting out due to the lack of diversity in in anime and manga, I almost I, like Japanese animation, Japanese comics. Mm-hmm. I thought if I wanted to make stuff that resembled that that uh, approach to making comics in any way, that it had it had to be Japanese as well. So it even stifled my originality and my thought process as a whole. So there are many advantages to making the content more diverse. You can even improve originality and have people want yeah. to draw from draw from more original places than just Japan or places that haven't been explored as much, like you know, other cultures, other mythologies out there and so on. Yeah. I I one hundred percent agree. So um on Twitter I saw the tweet. You know, uh, I think this is Frederick's manga called Clock Striker. Yeah. Which is available on Saturday AM app. Go get it. How do you feel about the photo and remarks in that tweet? About the what? The, you know, the, the Clock Striker um, tweet. You remember the tweet? The, the whitewash? Photo? Yeah, the whitewash photo. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know um obviously there's the angle of people always saying to make the original black characters and then someone goes and, and does that obviously obviously it's also just somebody thinking they're funny trying to troll trying to right. you know what i mean so i thought yeah put you on blast and then you know, it's another way to raise awareness not just for the content but the idea that these arguments don't matter. The people don't care. They just mm. you see nowadays everybody want to talk, like they got something exactly. to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. It's just a bunch of gibberish. Yeah, mother flippers act like they forgot about Dre. So they, you know, it's it doesn't none of this none of this stuff to them. It, arguing arguing with most of them doesn't mm. doesn't even matter. It's just to pass the time just to waste your time and uh that's all that's the only way i see it i just saw it as an opportunity to, to yeah. spread the idea that they don't really care that you can argue or you can have the greatest points it's not going to matter and then it was also an opportunity to raise awareness for the content as well so to me all that all that attention is just making clock striker more and more popular exactly. which which i doubt is what they want and uh, their arguments, they're always shifting the goalpost mm-hmm. or straw manning you or, you know, all kinds of weird stuff. So on some levels, a waste of time. But on another level, shoot, thanks to their thanks to partly thanks to them. Not actually majority of the reception of uh, Clock Strike, I'll say like 90 percent has been positive. Right. Right. And uh, sometimes I don't even need to respond to these people because somebody else has already responded to their idiotic uh takes so you know it's been mostly love really and sometimes people don't people don't focus on the love as much because especially if you get it a lot 
the hate tends to stand out. And then the and those who those who hate they're mm-hmm. usually they usually want to be the loudest. You know what I mean? Right. So ultimately, ultimately, the whole thing has been great, especially for for Clock Striker. You know, I got covered by Screen Rants, got covered by all, all sorts of articles. The book's been wow. popular. It, it uh, shot up the ranks on Amazon that day. And so it's been it's been great. Oh, they're contributing the growth of Saturday AM, basically. And uh, didn't they just say create your own original character? Exactly. So, so you do that, and they still, you know, and then they'll say, "Oh, you know, it's just a joke." Okay, sure. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still gonna post it. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. The the, the, the the biggest atrocity there is that the 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 fix, the art fixed, was ugly. It's like, come on. Oh, oh yeah. At I least, agree. At least you know, don't use Microsoft Paints to do that. <laughs> you know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what is the future of you, SatAM, and Apple Black? And do you have any other projects that's in the works right now? You can drop a bomb if you do have other projects in the works. You know, uh, exclusive, you know. <laughs> I would say I would say you know, keeping keeping up with Apple Black. Still yeah. I think the story overall, including a time skip, you know, that's a bomb for you. Uh, would all be you know thirty ish thirty ish volumes, but one step at a time. And uh, I can't wait to knock out the first four volumes and then continue working on the fifth. Uh, Saturday M again is always going to continue to grow. Again, there's a lot of cool stuff. Some I just can't share just yet. But before the year is over, before the year is over, you you will you will see. You you know if you're paying attention, you will see a lot of the cool stuff that's uh, in the works. Some spinoffs. Some, um, yeah, that's that's all I'll say for now. But like spinoffs and uh, you know big collaborations uh, with major artists, major companies, oh, wow. and 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 so on. So the future is looking bright, right? Uh, very bright, especially tremendous growth in like the past year or two. And I think I think it's only going to get uh, better, uh, thanks to the people who supported mm-hmm. and continue to support. Supported the books, supported every endeavor we've touched. That that's the best way to show love, because you know, giving us more legitimacy when we walk into those rooms to demand what we feel is necessary to grow even further. So uh, everything's looking good right now. Life's all right. good. All right. Cool. 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 So you answered all the serious questions, White. Okay. Now it's time time for the humble fun questions. All right. What is your favorite anime or cartoon? You can cheat. You can choose either one. I I don't have one. I don't. There's there's too many really? folks. There's too many. I I don't have one. <laughs> but but when this question comes up, because as you can imagine, I get a lot. Uh, when the question comes up, I just say Bleach because I think Bleach was a. Uh, really the first one that made me go wait i can make this i can make this right and then uh i can do this but um so i'll say bleach okay all right are you going to be watching the next arc of bleach oh yeah i'll be watching next i think i was i was reading the you know the manga counterpart of it Mm -hmm. and i don't think i 100 percent fully ever finished it so this is perfect okay all right 
Excuse, excuse the, excuse the cat. No problem, no problem. The cat has come into the podcast. Yeah, the cat, the cat's out the bag. <laughs> so, what manga are you reading right now? Uh, I don't have the time to read much right now, um, but uh, just because I'm busy making my own stuff, that's just that's just the way it is now. But um, outside of that, and maybe reading Sad AM properties, I haven't, I really haven't had the time. But uh, I'm looking forward to getting into. Um, uh, it's kind of like a toss up. If I see it, I'm, I'll just get it immediately, and that's um, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen or Chainsaw Man. Actually, I will say I'm. I, I'll technically, I will say I'm reading. I am reading One Punch Man. I'm just not. Oh wow! As as up to date as as I'd like. All right. Okay. Any humble uh, advice for upcoming creators out there? Um, put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Take advantage of the digital age we're in. Use social media to grow. Consistency is key. And uh, as long as you're honest with yourself and what you want to achieve within this space, and you're consistent, you want to grow and how you're you you're aiming to be better than you were yesterday and striving to meet the industry standard looking at all your favorite creators and making sure your your work is edging closer and closer to being at least comparable to that but still mm -hmm. looking to be better than yourself the day before and you're consistent putting content out that content out there putting your work out there telling people about it telling people to check it out mm -hmm. and while growing and making making sure it's worth checking out each time, then you all, all of that will be you preparing yourself for luck when it comes. Um, so be consistent, put stuff out there, take advantage of the digital age, and be prepared for luck when it comes. Okay. All right. Great advice. Any shout-outs to anybody that you want? Go ahead. Um, hmm, 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 hmm. Mm, shout outs. Shout outs to shout outs to the fans. Shout outs to those who supported. Shout outs to everybody who's purchased uh, Apple Black Volume One. Uh, shout outs to everybody who's who who even purchased the previous versions of the books. If I see you guys in real life and you have those books out, then I'll just know you're a super OG fan, uh, and, I'll, and I'll sign whatever you want to sign. So uh, shout out to shout out to the fans and supporters of. Um, the movement and um hopefully you're, you 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 stick around nice nice okay all right go ahead and share your social media links white oh yeah that's that would be w-h-y-t-m-a-n-g-a pretty much everywhere so, uh, youtube tiktok twitter <laughs> amazon everywhere <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same uh i think on youtube just put a tv at the end so white manga tv but after outside of that, it's pretty much the same uh, everywhere else. Twitch, I'm going to be streaming a whole lot more. Sometimes streaming, making actual manga pages that will be within the within the books. So you guys can go check that out. Follow me everywhere. And uh, thanks for having me. All right. Thank you, White Manga, for coming on the Humble Creator Podcast. I really appreciate it. I hope you s to see you again on the Humble Creator Podcast. No problem. Uh, thanks, uh, appreciate having me here and
we talked to you. I know we've kind of interacted a little bit here and there over the years, but uh, it's cool to have this chat. Yeah, yeah. No problem, no problem. So this is the Humble Creator Podcast, which is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. This is your boy, Mikhail Miles, and White Manga. White Manga, and I'm Audi 9000. Yep, and we are out. <laughs> Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know.